Geeks, you listen to episode 327 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And Shelly is, unfortunately, a little under the weather today. Uh, she really wanted to be here. Wasn't able to. So, bummer. Uh, but we hope that you feel better soon, Shelly. Uh, yes. From the sounds of it, she literally can't talk. So... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, during our board meeting, she stayed quiet, too, so... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Dang. Makes, now, that's makes been sense. a few days already. Yeah. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's better, it's not, not better enough. Um, right, right. Rough shape. So, hopefully you, you get better quickly, Shelley. Uh, this week, we're geeking out about video game reboots. Disney, you know, who, who'd have thought that we were talking about Disney on <laughs> Geeks Race podcast. And, the most Cody-esque TV news ever, I feel like. Um, it's all, it's all stuff Cody cares about. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Cody's geeking out about television. um but i say that and i should say this because i think people are gonna be really surprised about it uh i have not watched the walking dead finale yet i will wait there's actually a finale it it's actually over the show is actually over what but i haven't gotten around to watching it yet uh dang because could could you i just gave up now I'm at like four episodes left. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> you just, can't do it. You're like, I'm done. <laughs> kind of how I feel. I'm like, I just, I just have four more episodes. I just need to get it. Just do it. Um, <laughs> it's been a long, long road. Sometimes tough um, for the viewer, yeah. as well as the the characters, I guess. But <laughs> I should be talking about that next week or two. Um, we'll try to get that that show out of the way. Right now, we're gonna be talking about video games that we've been playing. I really don't have too much. Uh, new to talk about. I've been playing Snap. Um, enjoying that. Marvel Snap. Yeah. Marvel Snap is good. Uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk. Finally progressing the story. And I will say this about progressing in Cyberpunk. Um, don't do everything uh, before your main quest. Do like a main quest. Do a bunch of stuff. Do a main Space quest. it out. Do a bunch of stuff. Um, because the game, for whatever reason, will do this thing where... I guess to make you explore a little bit, and it just kind of backfired in my situation. Uh, you'll do a main quest, and then you're like, hey, we'll call you in three days. And, like, three days in that game is forever. Um, and I... Maybe you could sleep it off. I didn't actually try to sleep. Um, oh, yeah. It said go, like, do stuff. So I went and did stuff, but I kind of don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so, like, all the stuff that I cared about was over. Uh, so yeah. I looked up, they have like tarot cards, all kind of this basically murals you have to find on the walls. Um, Went for the collectibles. Yeah, so I did that, and then uh, one of the more annoying things, the NCPD, um, you go break up fights, basically. And <laughs> they're very small, and there's a ton of them. Like, they're a little overwhelming, so mm. working on those while I wait for people to call me. Yeah. So I can progress the story. So maybe <laughs> don't do, you know, everything that you can, and then move on with the because i have a feeling from what i've been told that it's going to continue happening um and at some point i am not going to have anything to do <laughs> but uh what's what's the other thing oh and then sonic frontiers which continues to be very chill um i have decided it's not a great game <laughs> um but it, it's a good sonic, sonic game, game but I'm really yeah it. it is just um I don't know. 
maybe the islands needed to be a little bit smaller. Maybe the scope was something they were like really trying to, to do. Uh, but I feel like not necessarily that the islands need to be smaller, but the what you do in the islands needs to be less. Because um, I feel like I'm just exploring a, a very similar looking landscape. And I hope the other islands are like vastly different. If not, it's just going to be more of like this grassy field that was pretty, but it's starting to get a little stale. Like I want more. Uh, it's kind of contrasty too, going from cyberpunk, um, which is very colorful to Sonic Frontiers, which is blue skies, green fields, very chill. Um, Blue hedgehogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get your shoes from Sonic Adventure Two? Oh, I did not do that. Um, okay, so if you they email, it's like a newsletter thing, right? Yeah, I was really surprised. Um, so I haven't got my shoes yet, uh, but oh. I did sign up for it. They said they're going to email me my code for it. Um, oh, and you'll get shoes from Sonic oh. Adventure Two. And I thought that was pretty also, cool. Make me sign up for a newsletter. Also, Sonic has new costumes you can get, apparently. There are free Monster Hunter costumes you can grab on the PlayStation Store. Oh, cool. And he's like he's like an armored Sonic. It's pretty legit. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's like Rathalos armor from Monster Hunter that he's wearing. It's pretty awesome. I like that kind of stuff is really neat. Um, but yeah, you had mentioned before the podcast, it's a little bit repetitive. and It can be, yeah. I get that. Um I, not necessarily the bosses. I know a lot of people are complaining about the bosses in reviews that I had read. Um, I think those are kind of cool and fun. Oh, um, I love the bosses, yeah. What I don't love is going and then like racing from point A to point B and going to another place and running from point A to point B to get the little hearts for... Yes. Um, and Red Midna. Um, Red Midna. <laughs> uh, who doesn't That's give me nearly enough dialogue. Maybe she will later, but Red Minna yeah. is just like, I hate you. And then I'm like, I just spent so many of those little hearts that I spent so long getting for you to <laughs> tell me nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I did get to do a, a pretty cool little um, uh, Jesus Juke on the Twitch channel. I'll share it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Um, LJ, have you gotten to the point where you help Amy bring all of the uh, uh, Kukos? into one spot to their mom yes yeah so i did that and one was was away from the from the crowd so i lost i had to do it again and uh-huh. i was like biblical message here it was like it doesn't matter if, if there's even one sheep still lost <laughs> uh, we, need to, we need to go get that sheep <laughs> yes i love it and it was a whole that's awesome yeah it was good uh, <laughs> that's great that was fun but um yeah, I will not be streaming that. I guess when this comes out, it'll be tonight. Um, but we will be streaming it again again next week, and I'm excited about it. Um, streaming itself has been a lot of fun. Uh, glad to be getting back into that again. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, go ahead, LJ. What have you been playing? Okay, um, I have been playing a few new. Well, I guess not really new. Um, Warzone Two came out uh, this week, yeah. or this past week, and it's been super fun. Um, they have a DMZ mode, which is basically Escape from Tarkov, but like Call of Duty's take on it, basically an extraction mode where you got to survive with gear and loot and stuff, and then you get XP and all that. Uh, it's pretty fun. Warzone Two is is awesome. It's definitely a step up from previous Warzone. My buddies and I played the heck out of that first one in 2020. 
Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to be back with that game. Um, but yeah, if you liked Warzone before, if you liked Call of Duty, like it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, I, I can't really say much more than, yeah, it's more Call of Duty. It's more Warzone. Okay. Um, it's got, uh, some of the proximity chat videos I've been seeing on like TikTok and stuff have been like hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, cause there's like an unhinged mode where you can actually like form an, form alliances with other squads and stuff like that. And you have proximity chat where you can hear people. And obviously that can get, that's probably going to get very toxic. I turn, I turn that off for myself mostly just cause I'm like, I'm not down to talk to people. <laughs> I'm not gonna like, I'm just not gonna ha- have that. Yeah. It's just, it's not worth it for me to have that voice chat on. Um, but it's fun. It's, it's really cool. Um, I got fourth by myself the other day, so I was like, ooh, I can probably get a solo win. Um, but it's fun. Um, the other thing that I finished this week with my buddy Spacehawk is we finished Gotham Knights, which I didn't. I talked about it once, I think, when when it first came out. But Gotham Knights is one of those games that it's no, Ar- it's no Arkham game, obviously. But I still enjoy it a lot. I, a lot of the issues people are having with it are... I think a lot of the frame frame rate stuff and a lot of that is gone, but it's one of those things like once you get a feel for the game and realize, okay, this is not Arkham Asylum or Arkham, one of the Arkham games that controls different. It can be really fun. You can patrol the city. I kind of get the same vibes I do patrolling the city as I do from playing like Spider-Man or something. Um, but it's super fun. The ending is I don't, like, it's, it's all right. Like my favorite stuff is you have all these side missions where you're fighting villains like from you're like basically have these case like lines of missions where you're dealing with a particular villain and a lot of all this is uh the story is like at what at like how gotham is after batman has died basically and like how like gotham is affected by that um it's it's pretty cool um but it's on sale for half price now so a lot of people fast. are like oh yeah. yeah so i mean it's it's black friday stuff coming up and I think it's good. It's a good move. Like, like we we're just talking about Sonic. That game is already on sale for thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but now I've seen it on PlayStation for and Xbox for like forty. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that's what I've been telling people. Wait for a sale. I get that you don't want. I get that it's probably not worth spending seventy bucks on. But like, what's well, a good for forty bucks? Forty bucks or so. I think it's a good purchase. I think it's 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 fun. I've been taking a lot of photos. It's got an amazing photo mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's good. Um, Jason Todd is a trip. He's honestly has probably, I mean, he's got the most interesting story, but that dude's built like a tight end. He's built like, like Gronkowski or like, like a Travis Kelsey kind of guy. Like, so he's like the tank of the, of the group. Okay. Yeah. Which that's not normally, you know, like everybody's like, what, what, you know, but, uh, he's, he's probably the, one of the best characters, one of the better characters. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, if you ever find it on sale or whatever, it's, it's worth it, I think, to check out. Cool. Uh, I, I did make a playlist where I have a bunch of albums from, <clears throat> it's all like the old Batman soundtracks from a bunch of the movies. Okay. And then I have some, I have some darker, edgier stuff in there too. Like I got some like Nirvana, obviously, because of the m- movie. I threw some NF in there just some like darker, like you know edgier stuff that like in between there and that's been it's been awesome just to fight crime with that playlist going on that's cool yeah yeah um the last thing i do want to give a shout out to because i actually finished the story for it this morning is 
um, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. I got back into that obviously because the the Jason Jason David Frank stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. all that, and it it kind of it kind of just hit me personally just because I have personal ties to to that kind of thing, you know. And I was just like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go play this just because, like, I, you know. And I forgot that they added voice acting to the game too, so it was a little weird, like hearing his voice too. Yeah. Um, again, so, but it was cool like it was cool like i just played some online matches as like the white ranger um you know we don't usually like mention um celebrity deaths mm -hmm. but i think just the christian community specifically with this one yep yep. um it just really hit hard for everyone um and plus the way that it happened you know yes which is all of the reports say the rumors are um which is weird because i mean it seems all but confirmed at this point especially by the listeners Mm -hmm. who know by now um suicide um yeah, I don't know. I, I got to watch a panel of his um, at Denver Comic-Con uh, quite a while ago now. Um, and everyone, if, like, if you see any of the posts of people that know him, they're like, man, he was all about his fans. Um, and like, mm-hmm. I got to see that, too. Um, he mm-hmm. seemed to love what he did, and uh, he definitely loved uh, his fans. And Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, wanted, like, the best for them, um, always. Yeah really really cool guy um Mm -hmm. so it's it's sad to see you never know what's going on um behind Mm -hmm. the curtains of somebody uh reminds me like robin williams you know it seems so full of joy yes and then yep you know um he's definitely gonna be missed Uh, oh yeah yeah like i I guess like the kevin conroy thing hit like that's that was pretty huge too but when you hear about people passing it's just kind of like oh like yeah that's sad you know yeah but like when it's something like this like the whole when it's suicide when it's like when it's just unfortunate and just like nobody saw it coming it just like hits more mm-hmm. and i yeah. think you know he hits two prong for us so like obviously a little bit geeky um power rangers mm-hmm. but then also like that christian um mm-hmm. no one wants to yeah who's a fellow christian um he yep, definitely yep. felt a part of our community in a lot of ways um i think that he was definitely influential in a lot of ways to our community oh yeah more ways than big one. supporter of christian hip-hop and stuff like that too um yeah yeah i forgot he had like a song for from like I, he did that <laughs> song is it k-drama yeah. made a song for him i think so and then yeah. uh jesus didn't tap was his uh yes christian mma yep yep it sure was anyways i love i love that um but yeah no um yeah so i played battle for the grid and i'm like i'm gonna keep doing this because i was winning matches online so i was like you know what I'm gonna keep playing it, so I'm, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Playing that on, played that on the couch this morning, on my day off, and just it was good to relax in this cold weather. So yeah. that's it for gaming for me. Well, we'll get into the gaming news then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead with it. Um, not not a lot. Not, nothing. It's pretty light this week. Um, the first piece I think it's probably more recent. Um. Is that uh, Ninja Gaiden? Both Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive are getting remakes, reboots. They haven't really said per se. Um, this news was announced by Team Ninja at a Korean um, like uh, conference. So there's actually a lot of big publishers, especially uh, over there, that are developers that like announce that stuff like at those events. You know, that don't really get a mu- you don't they don't really get much publicity, obviously, but especially over in Korea, but um yeah they've announced a, a dead or alive reboot like where it sounds like they're remaking that fighting game and then ninja gaiden reboot which 
um, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden is crazy because that one that got so popular on Xbox was a remake because, you know, it started out as an old Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's wild for that to be happening again. Uh, I picture them doing some kind of, like, Souls-like... I mean, Ninja Gaiden was very challenging, much like a Souls game is today, but... Um, I'm curious to see what they would do with a remake because um, those games are solid. Those games are super good, and it's like, oh wow! Like I can totally see there's they could easily pick pick apart like where they want to go with that, especially with something like Sekiro being around and stuff like that. So um, yeah, Team Ninja working on more games. We'll have to see where where that goes. But uh, not much else to report there. Cool. Um, the yeah, the second piece of news actually. So this the next two pieces are Embracer Group related. Embracer Group is a parent company of multiple um, gaming publishers. Um, so Embracer Group purchased Crystal Dynamics recently. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is known for making or the recent Tomb Raider games and the Avengers game that uh, nobody likes. But like. Yeah. Free, though. Uh, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier is a... Yep, yep. Yep, side note, Gotham Knights is a better game than Avengers. Um, <laughs> anyway, but um, we're not talking about Avengers or Tomb Raider. Uh, I'm going to mention a game that I've mentioned specifically just because it's been a part of my childhood. But um, there was a survey recently that I believe I did mention on the podcast a few weeks ago that uh, they asked um, for feedback. They're like, hey, what would you want to see if we brought back this series, do you want a new game? Do you want a reboot? Do you want a remake? Uh, they asked all these questions. And so I was like, I'm taking the survey. I'm doing my part. Cause I'm like, there's, you know, how, you know, like I'm, I'm a fan. So, um, it's nice to know that I played a very minor part in this because this news says that Embracer group, uh, reported, uh, their survey had 100,000 responses. Wow. Which is exciting because they say with these kind of surveys, and I guess this kind of goes for a lot of these companies that do these, you know, when they try to, you know, find out what fans want, they usually maybe get a thousand to seven thousand responses, like not much <laughs> at all, uh, which is much lower than a hundred thousand. Um, I wonder if we'll get more just, now that this has happened. If people yeah. will be paying more attention or not. Or maybe go just... find that link again. Um, or yeah, and more, yeah, more attention, more publicity. Um, the Legacy of Kane series is this very Shakespearean story about this vampire, this character named Kane, and he kind of rises to power as a vampire, builds his own kingdom, um, ends up, you know, ha- basically having uh, children or just followers. And in the Soul, the Soul River series, but you play as this vampire that basically tries to step up to him, rise up, rise up, you know, like evolve like to his level, and he basically kills him for it. And you like basically that story in that series is all about like vengeance and it's like oh like I'm gonna take I'm gonna take him down and take down my vampire brothers and it's very Zelda esque actually those later games a lot of puzzle a lot of combat very cool like PlayStation adventure um so but yeah I'm, I'm personally geeking out about that news right there because it's like okay it sounds like they'll move forward with something um we'll just have to see what that will be in the next few years yeah definitely. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I know uh, Matthew, our new uh, streamer, he's a big 
uh, Soul Reaver fan too. So like he he and I've been kind of geeking out about that stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm like yes, I'm like somebody else knows. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, but yeah, y'all go check him out on on Tuesdays. By the way, we'll go show him some love. Yeah. Um, the third piece of news is also Embracer Group related. Uh, the Saints Row devs Volition, uh, who were formerly THQ before THQ basically went under, uh, they are being they are going under Gearbox now, uh, which they used to be uh, under Deep Silver, the publisher, and I think people were wondering whether the franchise was even going to move on or what because that last game did so poorly. But this kind of gives me hope because I at least enjoyed the game. I enjoy the Saints Row franchise like more than Grand Theft Auto because like Saints Row is just straight up leans into the silliness. It's still just as vulgar, just as mature. But like Saints Row is just it's dumb fun, especially this recent one. Um, but yeah, so I think maybe under Gearbox, maybe Gearbox will help them kind of, you know. I mean, I know Gearbox has its own issues, but like it's to me that's exciting that. Uh, seems like there's somewhat of a future left for saints row so. yeah definitely yep that's all of the gaming news like i said pretty light this week cool mm-hmm. we'll get into movies then uh, i did not see any movie uh but lj you're getting into the christmas spirit it looks like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like i didn't see any movie i'm like well i watched three yeah. um so yeah um I'll t- I, I will say the first i did attempt to watch a movie i didn't finish it though um okay uh, I guess that's why I said three. I tried watching Spirited, that movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Okay. Have you have you? No, I don't know. Have this. you heard of it? Oh, so yeah, so it just came out on Apple Plus, Apple TV, um, and it's a take on Christmas Carol, on on a Christmas okay. Carol, but it's also a really, really, really heavy musical. Oh, so weird. Yeah, so it was one of those things where it's like. I didn't like. I didn't think it was bad or anything, but I was like, "This is really intense." And like, my mom and I were watching it, and this was after we watched the other movie. I'll be I'll be talking about here in a sec, but um, we were just like, oh, "This is too much right now." <laughs> like, um, but like, it wasn't bad. Like the the basic concept is that um, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, no. Like I, I would honestly love to like see if Shelly knows what this is and like hear her thoughts about it, because like like it wasn't bad and some of the songs i was like oh that is pretty you know they were genuinely good um like octavia spencer's in it too she's really good um will ferrell ryan reynolds they're they're all awesome it is weird hearing will ferrell and ryan reynolds sing um i'm just like it's so weird but the concept is it's a christmas carol story and will ferrell's character is in the business of changing spirits so um they're like it's this company or i think it's like a company but there's three different people, um, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, future. Tracy Morgan does the voice of uh, Future, which is just like this cloaked, hooded character. And I'm like, yes. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good actors in this movie. Um, it was just one of those things where I was like, this is too much right now. <laughs> but I, I'm probably gonna give it a shot again because now that I talk about it more, I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna give it its fair shake because I, I bet it is good. Um, I've also not heard the reception isn't. It's, I heard it's not great based on the reception, but, um, I mean, watch what you watch, like what, like what you like kind of a thing. Yeah, okay. Don't just go look at don't look at a score and just be like, okay, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to watch it. I'm going to give it another shot. Um, 
yeah, it's when I heard that was a thing, I was like, what? I need to watch this because this sounds amazing. Um, like those two in a room together. Um, yeah, I think I remember seeing clips of them, like singing right. even from like last year filming. I didn't realize they were filming. Yeah, this I figured it was something that maybe it was already out or something. But I bet it was right. This that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically because yeah. they were singing in it. Yeah, it makes me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how heavy of a musical it was until like I'm like, ooh, like there's maybe a few lines of dialogue sometimes, and then they start breaking into a song again. Which... Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that could be good or bad depending on how you feel about musicals. <laughs> um the other movie that did quite it did surprise me was I watched A Christmas Story Christmas and this is on HBO Max. Um A Christmas Story Christmas is a true sequel to the original A Christmas Story. And apparently there have been attempts before and they were really bad attempts for uh christmas story sequels like there's technically this is technically technically the second or third sequel that's happened um but it's genuinely good um basically uh the original actor who played ralphie is in it and it's you know him kind of telling a a story of sorts again uh, older it takes place in the 70s since the original was in like the 50s um it's good it's it's genuinely good it's it's kind of humor the humor is kind of awkward kind of like the original movie was which i'm like yeah that's on brand um for a while i kind of found myself being like okay like where is this going like what does this got to do you know with you know like anything that happened in the first one like i just because i'm like they usually do like a connecting thing um and i'm like there's a reason y'all had to make this sequel um then they finally kind of pull it off and i'm just like oh wow um it ended up being really good um like not bad like i expected like it was going to be very meh Mm -hmm. um but it was worth a watch so um i'd say if anybody has the nostalgia for a christmas story like if you grew up watching that movie or whatever this is worth a watch but i imagine there's probably a lot of people that didn't grow up with that movie these days so maybe not um but yeah, give it a watch. It's on HBO Max. Um, if you've seen the first one, and then the last movie I don't really need to talk too much about. Um, I watched the Santa Claus again, the one with Tim Allen, because they have the show out now. They have a six oh, episode it was a movie. It's a show. Yep, it's a show. Six episodes. Uh, it's called the Santa Clauses, I think. Um, but I decided I'm gonna watch all three movies because I only watched like to me like the first one is like. I'm not even bothering watching the second, the other two. Um, so I'm still going to watch two and three before I watch the show just to be like, okay, maybe there's stuff in the show that hits that connects to the original movies. Like they got to have those nods and things like that. So that movie is like weirdly more serious than I remember. Like the first, the first one, it's like very psychological stuff because it's like the dad is, you know, the kid's telling everybody his dad's Santa Claus and his dad's like, no 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 like don't get it you know and then the it's a very psychological like thing because it's like oh dang like i could see how in the real world that could be a serious issue like you know like Mm -hmm. i'm just like wow um but it's still a good watch still still fun so cool yeah definitely getting into the spirit (laughs) that's awesome yeah uh we get right into the movie news then if we that was it right so yeah, no, that was. I was uh, like, okay, I thought you were saying like, well, there's, wait, there's more. No, no, no. So many Christmas movies. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about Christmas news at all yet. Um, not until after Thanksgiving. 
Uh, probably Thanksgiving yeah, everybody's gonna... by the week. I'm terrible about doing that during the podcast. I was going to say, I'm probably going to get some angry angry tweets. Like, <laughs> LJ, LJ, you need to wait till after Thanksgiving. Oh, for the listeners, it's a day before, so they're fine. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I think about that every year after every holiday. I'm like, man, probably should have said, like, happy Thanksgiving or Merry Christmas in the podcast. But we always record uh, them, like, a few days separated from that holiday, so I never think to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope you all having a great turkey day. Um, <laughs> uh, we won't get any Christmas news until after. Uh, but I'm sure that it'll probably happen at some point. We'll get Christmas news. <laughs> it happens every year. Uh, instead, mm-hmm. we got... It's all Disney. Um, we'll talk about the least Disney-esque one first. Um, probably the saddest, <laughs> too. And that is Chris Hemsworth. Uh, take a break from acting, which is not sad, per se. Uh, but he did this show called Limitless, and I haven't seen the show on disney plus yet but you can watch it there Um, yeah it's like a national geographic thing yeah apparently marvel studios was not happy about it um because he does a lot of like life-threatening things physical stuff yeah Yeah. uh they're like we don't we need you you can't just (laughs) he's like i don't care you're risking your life for uh... a show um but the show seems really cool. Maybe Thor a... will not return. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it seems really cool that he uh, was doing all of this kind of to begin with. Kind of like all this life learning stuff. Getting to kind of live uh, his life to the fullest in a lot of ways. Because um, the reason that he is um, taking a break from acting is because during the filming of this, um, and I don't know if it's in an episode or if he just came to the realization while he was, he was filming everything, um, that uh he's actually got the it's, it's kind of complicated so he's got uh he doesn't have alzheimer's uh, and it doesn't mean that he will definitely get alzheimer's but he has two genes that like when a person has those genes uh mm-hmm. it almost always means that they will get alzheimer's and it's from like both his parents or something like that or, yeah or something to that like where it's pretty likely so it's which is crazy to think like yeah i don't know um I guess either yeah, it'll hit everybody. It's just you think that someone who's like acting, you know, you have to have that much, you have to have mm-hmm. so much um, knowledge. I guess like just the loss mm-hmm. of that just seems so sad to me. Yeah, um, I mean, it sounds like the Bruce Willis thing to me. Like, if he doesn't have Alzheimer's, but like you know, he does have that like yeah, I kind of forgot about that or whatever. Um, but it's just like man, like it's crazy to think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you know, obviously, everyone's kind of hoping that you know he doesn't develop alzheimer's but he just wants to spend time with his family um while he's Mm -hmm. in a um moment in his life where he can really do that to the fullest um yeah you know he's in really really good health right now and um you know chances are that he won't be later on but also he's probably in the best shape of his life at the moment um yeah i know he is the strongest he's ever been or at least uh fittest uh muscularly uh and not to get too much in fitness, um, but having a lot of muscles doesn't necessarily mean that your health is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, the amount of food that he would have to have consumed and the stuff that he... Hard to get into, but would have probably taken to get the muscle mass that he did um, isn't always yeah. healthy. Um, yeah. But it does make him the most capable of getting to do things with his, his family. Um, yeah, because I think... I don't know if it was just for Love and Thunder, but I know he was bulking up because he was supposed to do like a Hulk Hogan biopic thing too. And I don't yeah. know if that ever happened. But... I think it's filmed. I just don't think it's out yet. Yeah, sure right. Yet. But it's like that. Yeah, that dude was big. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's just a lot of medical. Like 
that kind of gets into a tangent, but um, mm-hmm. that much muscle mass could be bad for your joints and stuff. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yep. But that's, yeah, totally different story. What I'm trying to say is um, he is most capable to do the most things with his life at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so Instead of it just creeping up on him, he wants to, like, make the time that he has now, like, yeah. memorable, you know? like Totally makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Why wait until you're on the decline and then going, oh, I need to do stuff now? Yep um yep it's so sad to me alzheimer's and any kind of like dementia just like um a bunch of my uh i should probably get checked uh a bunch of my family on my dad's side um has been dying from some form of dementia um Mm. my two great aunts um and so my grandma's my grandma's sisters um did die from it and then my grandma has it now um yeah so it definitely like to me this idea that you can just like so he's he's living out his fullest life right now but it's probably not mm-hmm. so much for him it's probably more for his family um so yep. that they remember uh they have memories with him um yeah and that's just yeah kind of a weird thought of like um uh, he's doing all of this but he might not remember it it's really sad uh, yeah as he's as he's getting older but mm-hmm. yeah um that's the saddest news Kind of Disney-esque. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, how do you transition from that? We'll, we'll move on to stuff that is uh, a little less um, little less sad. Um, I'm actually pretty excited <laughs> about this one. Bob Iger is returning to a CEO for Disney, um, replacing Bob uh, Chapek, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what to think of it, really. I don't know. You know, I can't really predict what that means for the future of Disney. Um, Disney has been kind of on a decline, but a lot of that had to do with COVID. Um, and it's only been two years, like it's since he like stepped off. Yeah, um, really, kind of the big right when COVID stopped being cared about mm-hmm. as much. I feel like in most of the uh, country, um, mm-hmm. but like COVID took a huge hit on Disney because Disney was spending so much money, but they were making so much money, and so it's really oh, hard yeah. to like stop spending money once you've started um yeah and unfortunately covid it was really easy to um spend money um <laughs> uh, and not make yeah money. yeah um, yep. not make it back and so i don't know there's, there's a lot of questions of like whether or not bob Iger is going to be able to like bring disney back and i don't really think that um that was necessarily bob chapik's fault i don't know if he maybe didn't have right. the solutions um as he's stepping down but right um I, it's weird because bob Iger like the top of disney i just don't know how much say you get at that point like right right kevin feige is running marvel and i feel like bob Iger probably doesn't like tell kevin feige what to do all that much or right um the people running star wars are probably running star wars like he doesn't worry about that kind of stuff um he's making the bigger right. decisions about um disney it's a group of people not just the one person you know? yeah so i'm really curious what that what the future will be for for mm-hmm. him um and then uh speaking of marvel we have a director for blade uh and that is the uh director of lovecraft country which i think is on hbo right yes and i think it's already ended i don't think there's gonna be any more seasons of it okay i've never seen it i've heard it was i've heard it was really good cool um i know it's dark it's like a horror thing from what i've gathered yes horror supernatural stuff yep and so uh yan damanji i hope i'm saying that right uh, i'm trying <laughs> um could have looked it up so shame on me um yon and manji he uh they will be directing i don't even know if it's a man or a woman 
I am not <laughs> not prepared. Uh, I thought I was. These are questions that I didn't think I needed answered. Shelly, we need you. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, pretty cool to get like a horror um, or a supernatural um, director that's that knows about that stuff and is in, uh, is versed in that mm-hmm. stuff for Blade. Plus, I'm just glad the Blade's it seems... back on track in general. Yeah, it, seems, it just seems like a great fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really nervous uh, when Blade like stopped being on track. And mm-hmm. they were saying that Marshall Ali was really getting frustrated with the whole uh, process. Please don't say away because I think this would be really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. That is the movie news. We'll get into TV. Um, LJ, did you finish Dragon Prince? No. No? Have you started I Dragon Prince? I have, I'm only, I'm on like the third season. Oh, no. Okay. The Dragon Prince. Yeah. I totally understand what Shelley said about it not being, <laughs> um, not being uh, as good as season three, um, mm. and I just think that would be been kind of impossible uh, because season three is so big, uh, and so yeah. this kind of takes a step back. It starts over. Uh, I don't want to say starts over, but like as far as kind of starts a new goes, arc almost. You have yeah. to have the waves. Like you can't have big epic conclusions without kind of pulling back and going mm-hmm. forward like i think it sets it up to like have another great arc yeah yeah because those three seasons definitely feel like one big arc and then uh yeah it starts like the, yeah it feels like the start of a new one um yeah i will say you know voltron maybe has people's expectations um ruined because voltron did have every season was better than the last um mm. Like that first season, you're like, oh, that's pretty good. And then the second world comes, you're like, wow, that was really good. I don't know how they can top that. And then it just kept going. You're like, I don't know how they can top that. <laughs> and uh, they continue to do so. Voltron was so good. Um, maybe they got us a little spoiled. But it did feel very <laughs> yeah. short. And I'm really hoping that uh, it um, gets another season very soon and that we're not having to wait forever. I would rather right. shorter seasons um, every like six months. Then having to wait two years again would be terrible. Like, like Voltron. Yeah, yeah. Voltron did that amazingly, <laughs> and I loved it. Um, yes, it, it confused me more than anything, but yes, it it was good at what it did. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, Voltron's back already? As short as this season was, I, I hope that we get more soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I What else did I watch? Um, I think that was it besides Andor, so we can both talk about Andor. How far are you in that? About four or five episodes. Okay, so I'm about with you. Um, I just passed the, so we don't get into spoilers, the goats that are literally just goats um, with extra <laughs> horns. And I loved them so much. I went back and like, I was like, I gotta go back and look. Uh, <laughs> did you, you know what I'm talking about? No, not yet. Oh, well, that's very unspoilery. So, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, the part that I'm on is when, like, the the group he joins, like, when they kind of start planning. Mm-hmm. It's like episode four or five, I think. Yeah, you should um, just see the like ghost then. Um, I have? Yeah, he gets dropped off on that planet and gets thrown into a Oh, right okay, okay. So, okay. They literally walk by pay them. attention. Oh, maybe that's why I didn't... Yeah. I was like, okay. I, it's like... probably not a big deal, but I just... What I love, and, and I'm making fun of him a little bit, but I love about this show so far, uh, and I think you'll agree, is that it doesn't feel like Star Wars. 
I love that. I think it's neat. Part of that that. to me was that um, Star Wars animals are always real goofy looking. Um, They're very CGI'd and like crazy. These literally could have been um, goats that they like literally glued some extra horns onto. Um, Yeah. It was very possible. And so it gave it a sense of realism. Maybe it was practical effects. They weren't these dinosaur skinned looking creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, It just this whole show uh doesn't feel like star wars until it kind of reminds you that it does that it is um, yes there are a few things when you like they show something or you see something then i'm like oh yeah yeah that's right <laughs> sound effects usually for me or when they it's a sound effect or when he mentions like a tie fighter or something right and just like, like oh yeah, star wars oh, yeah. <laughs> um i'm absolutely loving that and i think part of that too is because i've been playing cyberpunk uh 2077 mm. And this feels like a cyberpunk TV show, um, kind of yeah, like a weird, like a weird classic sci-fi kind of like sense to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's got this like, it's not necessarily noir, but the spy espionageness to it, and mm-hmm. um, rebels against the you know uh, the empire. Like it's a very yeah. cyberpunk story, and I've never seen that when I I don't think of that when I think of Star Wars. Um, yeah. But when you take away the space wizards, uh, that's kind of what you get. Um, it's so ground level compared to anything uh, everything else too mm-hmm. yeah uh i love that we're getting different planets that's been always been a frustration with me with star wars is mm-hmm. um you usually get like one planet per show or it's like how the heck have they been to tattooing multiple times now you know yeah like... that's what i mean um <laughs> i i always have a problem with like star wars planets always look like earth and i'm like that's uh-huh. kind of silly I was like, you couldn't put a blue gradient on your grass and just, you know what I mean? And like, just make it a different color for fun. Mm -hmm. Um, In this, I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that because it feels so grounded and real. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's what Star Wars with Tatooine. I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah. Give me some red grass or something. The natural environments are really nice. Yeah. Um, It all feels very practical. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like, not Boba Fett. Well, Boba Fett too. Um, But Mandalorian has this very western you feel like you're watching a tv show um yeah. like a star wars tv show um where this feels like it could be like you could have watched this on hbo or something um mm-hmm. not that it's overtly mature um it just has those more adult tones to it it, it does feel like you, yeah it does like if it had i'm glad that it doesn't super but if it had nudity in it i wouldn't have been surprised i'm like oh that makes sense for the show yeah at this point yeah, like you totally could have watched this on like an fx or something or like an amc or yeah something. um almost like a netflix show in a lot of ways yeah yeah um in a good way sometimes netflix has some has some failures but um no it's like mm-hmm really good guys <laughs> this thing has a this thing has a ton of episodes too which is surprising i'm like ooh, i still i still got a lot to go <laughs> yeah uh, uh-huh. i was surprised it kept going and i think that's why i started like wanting to watch it was people were talking about another episode yeah like, wait this isn't over yep. yet yep yeah people kept talking about it and then shelly talking about it i was like okay now that i've finished like now that like she hulk is done with and some of those other shows i was watching i'm like okay i can watch andor now yeah I do hope that, uh, like Cyberpunk, it kind of gets resurgence um, and people start to really like fall in love with it. Cause I, it. It's weird to me that it's not doing as well as the other shows, and I guess that's because of the name recognition. Um, mm-hmm. like a Mandalorian, everyone knows what that is. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I hope that, and I think it will. Uh, Disney's doing a smart thing. They're putting it on Hulu, and they're putting it on um, some like actual 
like cable television yeah it's going to be on fx for a short time um abc they're spreading it around across a couple a couple networks which i think is awesome yeah i think it's a really smart idea because the show deserves Mm -hmm. the views and i think if you get out in front of enough people uh people will want to watch it they just don't know what it is oh yeah um but it'll yeah watch it yeah you like star wars best star wars this is a show yeah i I, kind of started mentioning it to like my family because i feel like my stepdad would enjoy it i'm like keep him preoccupied you know like best star wars watches all the vikings and i'll even say oh yes yes i'm tempted to even go back and watch rogue one after this that's my plan Mm-hmm. I heard there's going to be another season after this, and I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. I just heard that through uh, friends, so don't take, mm-hmm. take that with a grain of salt. But I'm like, oh, if that's the case, I don't want to wait until it kind of falls into it. But uh, Yeah, I yeah. Know. I don't know. I did like Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan was good. Um, I, I, I think the, the other shows, though, did fall victim to the like cameo thing or to feel like, oh, this has to be connected. There has to be this... You know, people follow the crumbs now. They get the whole cookie kind of a thing. Yeah. But this, I feel like, like it's just like, nope. Like we're not trying to do that at all. Like we're just letting this be the, the thing. Yeah, I mm-hmm. want more of their shows to lean in to the world and not necessarily the characters. I guess. Yeah. Um, Andor is really doing that. Uh, it's really diving deep into the worlds uh, of Star Wars, which mm-hmm. is really cool. The different planets and things. Oh um, yeah. I would love them to go like the other way on the pendulum and just uh, be like all in on Jedi stuff. And I think weren't they working on like an like a the Acolyte? Oh yeah, Acolyte is supposed to be something crazy too. Could be a similar situation where you're really going into like like I said, swinging the pendulum and being really into the Jedi stuff without having any Jedi. I think it's supposed to be like like about the dark side. Yeah, I think that um, stuff like that where it's not about the characters but it's about that world could be really cool because Star Wars. Uh, I think that's what's exciting about it is the universe. Um, yep. The characters, I mean, they're cool, but they're not like. At this point, I think that's what's the oversaturation. Um, yeah. You look at Rogue One versus like Han Solo. Um, no one really cared about Solo because we've seen Solo. Rogue One was new characters, yeah. but it was in this world that we love. Uh, yep. What I really yeah, need this, to say this... is, I want uh, dwarf barbarian Star Wars characters. make it happen not yoda yoda doesn't count (laughs) yoda's an elf (laughs) he's yeah um i was gonna say he's an angry elf but he's opposite yeah it would be really cool to get like (laughs) real fantastical and have almost like a lord of the rings-esque fantasy story take place in the star wars world Um, Ooh, that would be good but yeah like i don't need any of the characters i just need that world and then you really throw this like fantastical uh magic-y um thing literally mm-hmm. i guess the game of thrones people they were uh the writers i think no directors no we're, spo- we're supposed yeah, to make a movie that could have been it something. and they lost that that would have been that yeah. might have been exactly what i'm thinking of but yeah anyways Andor, could watch it i was even watching anything else good. nope that's kind of it cool. uh do you have anything else on it Andor? Not really. Um, I just I, I like how it operates on the idea that like, hey, you already know this story, but let's just build around it. You know, yeah, like definitely. yeah, that's kind of it. Though. I think it's really interesting. I was gonna stop, but I think it's really interesting that it's <laughs> focused on Cassian 
Um, yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, it's literally called Cassian Andor. Uh, but it's not necessarily the beginning of the rebellion, which is what I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be, in a lot of ways, the beginning of like, the rebellion actually being a rebellion. Um, and yeah. And just whispers. Um, the early stages, yep. But I think it's interesting that it's not like following the person who would have started the rebellion or something. Um, right, right. Which in my mind, I think that's what kind of that's kind of what Rebels is all about. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna have to watch that and see if that ties in <laughs> cast. That would be crazy. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> speaking of fantastical things, we'll get into the TV news. Doesn't the dragons? Um, we're supposed to have a TV show that me and LJ don't remember at all. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know we got the movie coming, but um, I I vaguely remember hearing about it, but um i don't know so the news is uh a little bit of context hasbro bought a few years back a studio called e1 i believe e1 is making that movie the honor among thieves oh yeah movie could be um and e1 is basically they were working on a show but the show kind of came to a stall well uh, Hasbro and they own like Transformers and My Little Pony and a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, E1 was supposed to be making stuff for all of that, uh, mm-hmm. and that is no longer. So Hasbro is selling E1, um, the studio. That's awkward. But E1 won't have the rights to all of the uh, stuff still. So Hasbro will still own right. like, the rights for like TV rights to Dungeons and Dragons, um, and so the the rumors that are being going around is that. Uh, Hasbro is planning to just kind of do what Sony's doing, and even though Sony has like a Sony studio, um, Hasbro will kind of like work with a bunch of different organizations and kind of rent out yeah. their um, properties. And so a Netflix or a Amazon Prime can pick up Dungeons and Dragons, the TV show. Oh yeah, including the scripts. Apparently, um, if there are scripts in place, Hasbro owns those rights and can sell those scripts uh, uh, flat out. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They are literally just selling it seems like E1 as a company but not, none of the assets. Um it's really interesting to me. Dang. So, we might get a TV show sooner rather than later, which would be cool. Um mm-hmm. I I'm totally down with like a Dungeons and Dragons uh I guess I don't want to say universe, I don't want it to be connected. I think it would be more fun for it not to be connected. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the most sense. Yeah. Yep. Different campaigns. Yep. And then and then that movie just seems so out there and on the nose that like it'd be cool to have something different, you know? Yeah, like, I'm hoping it's not the same. I hope that we get like a really mm-hmm. grounded TV show. Um yeah. or even goofier TV show than what the movie is. Um I feel like we have Vox Machinus, we already have a goofy D and D. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh it'd be cool to see it take it like a really grounded um mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons tale. Um and take itself super seriously. But we'll see. I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, and then the other news that I'm really excited about is Vikings Valhalla Season 2. It'll be coming out January 12th, which is not that far oh, yeah. away. Um, Quick, yeah. And I didn't know <laughs> we were getting a season so soon. Um, so I'm pretty stoked about that, because I kind of figured we would be getting eventually, but I haven't heard anything about like filming or wrapped filming. So mm. I'm yeah. excited about that. Um, Vikings Valhalla, for those who don't know, it is... It is M- rated m for mature show um but it is a prequel no sequel sorry to the vikings tv show that was on history channel um Mm -hmm. and what i really love about it it's really confusing with netflix is that uh it kind of overlaps 
um, with The Last Kingdom. Uh, oh, that is weird. So at the beginning of this show and like the endings of The Last Kingdom are kind of around the same like... I'm trying to think of when, when exactly the time is time up. Huh. Um, but it's like you're hearing two different tellings of history um, mm. that really don't have anything to do with each other in a lot of ways. Um, it's just kind of cool that like it's vikings went so fictional in their history historical fiction mm-hmm. um that valhalla is kind of like also just completely off the rails as far as like how history goes. <laughs> um and then last kingdom obviously um i think probably more historical um whereas utrid is in the, in the background of it all um mm. except this last season i think this last season kind of went off the rails for them too as far as uh, <laughs> historical accuracy but um, I don't know. Historical fiction's fun. I think it's cool. Um, oh yeah. I learned that I know nothing about um, uh, history <laughs> um, in this time. Mm-hmm. All of it is based off of Vikings, and I just assumed that that was like relatively the way things went, and uh, <laughs> not at all, really. Um, <laughs> everything's made up. Um, but good shows nonetheless. I have a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. That is all the news we can get out about anything else this week. Nope, nothing I can think of. Me neither, I don't think. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll just find you at. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJThePaladin. And you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash on Wednesdays, except tonight, if you're listening to this when it comes out. Um, I'll be there next Wednesday. Uh, and on Instagram, at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.